And it's always this living in the future, this goal-orientated happiness, this state of only once I have, then I can be. And so you're limiting your own success, your own happiness, everything based on an outcome. And more often than not, it's not always an outcome that's completely in your control. So what you're doing is you're putting your happiness, you're putting your success, you're putting your entire future state in the hands of a bunch of other people and circumstances that need to come to fruition. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or... Some people just luckier than others. No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Success Shift. My name is Jake, and I'm excited to be here again. New year, new start, new everything, if you so choose it. Um. It's getting a bit grey here the last few days in Germany and I'm sure those of you who live in Canada are aware of the winter blues that set on in, um, something that I wasn't aware of until I moved here. But the last few days I have noticed it, observed it and been trying to find extra gratitude in the things that are positive in the um, the winter days. So last night I was thinking about, you know, what can I be grateful for? with the grey gloominess. And it's funny because it drove me to the concepts of being sort of stuck inside and what I can benefit from that and finding passion and drive in my business so that I can enjoy the summer, finding strength and further desire to be successful while it's gloomy so that I can enjoy the sunny days. And my partner and I were talking about where you'd like to be because we've lived in the beaches, we've lived in the mountains, we've lived in the cities, we've lived pretty much everywhere you can. And I was very, very much a beach person. And so what did we take away from this? We discussed, you know, why don't we utilize this gray time and inside time and just focus and get down to it so that when we get to the summer times, we can actually really relax and enjoy because I don't know <clears throat> if anyone on this call or listening has been in a situation where you work really hard for something and then you haven't quite made it and it's, you know, the summer holidays or whatever. And you just, you don't feel like you deserve it as much because you haven't had the success that you were hoping for. And so I'm very grateful for the ability to kind of lock myself away and push really hard during the colder months, try and find that success. I'm quite grateful at having a partner who's willing to support me and help me on that mission. And I'm very grateful for a community of people who are kind of driven in the same way. So it's a bit of a backwards gratitude today, but I was very much thinking about the things that come along with the grey and the, the winter and all of that sort of stuff that can happen around this time of year. 
And I try to switch my perspective and go, you know what? I'm super grateful because it's keeping me inside. It's keeping me focused. I don't have those distractions of, you know, summer barbecues and late afternoons with friends kind of thing, because it's just cold. It's wet. It's more miserable. So why don't we take that concept and use it as a driving force rather than a deterrent or, a, you know, upsetting um, factor in our life. So with that said, again, Chuck your gratitude into the chats here. And if anyone is willing to open their mic and share with us today, I'd be very grateful for you to share and step out of that comfort zone and become a bit more vocal. This is a friendly and open community. So feel free to do that while I just read through these comments. Grateful for a long walk on the beach this morning. Aaron, so jealous. Just as I was saying, I love the beach and I miss the beach. There you are walking on it. I'm so happy for you. As I believe you are in uh, <clears throat> uh, somewhere in Central America. What is it called again? Panama, is it, that you went to? Or Puerto Rico, somewhere, somewhere beautiful. <laughs> I'm grateful for a supply chain that lets me enjoy an avocado during the winter in Alberta. <laughs> I love that. When we were in Mexico, I loved the avocados. So, um it is nice when you can get some good avocados in, in the off season. <laughs> I love that you found gratitude in that. That's great. Grateful for mother's nature, amazing beauty and my ability to enjoy and appreciate what she offers. Yeah. That's something special. Um, if anyone's a surfer listening to this, I think you'll really appreciate, you know, being out in the waves and the raw power of mother nature. It's one of my happy places sitting in the surf. I'm grateful that I was, stirred from my sleep literally a minute before my alarm went off i can feel things shifting and for that i'm so grateful that's awesome i love that feeling um just gonna write that down so i can go back to it actually that's the last of it so oh peru is where you went Aaron. yeah very very jealous of that that sounds amazing i'm grateful for family that's lovely yeah judy i think that's such a really good um feeling when that kind of happens when you you sort of become in sync um that's a really interesting topic synchronicity uh there's i think her name's michelle robbins was talking about this on a podcast i was listening to a couple of weeks back and it's kind of when you're just in sync with the universe or with with yourself or with the plans that are going along and i find that when you wake up and it's just a few minutes before your alarm and when you wake up naturally out of your REM sleep you wake up energized you wake up ready to go but when you wake up out of a deep sleep and your alarm's buzzing and it pulls you straight out of that deep sleep you end up waking up groggy and really tired and like it's really hard to find that motivation because your brain and body is all in full rest mode and so this i think i think it was you that said yesterday when you wake up feeling energetic and you're really ready to go i think that comes along with that synchronicity when you wake up just a couple of minutes before your alarm and you're like yeah so this is the time i meant to get up this is perfect and you just jump out of bed now, synchronicity is a really interesting topic, something that I'm currently researching, so I don't want to say too much on it because I don't know all that much about it yet. But <clears throat> it is interesting the way that when we shift our perspective to the things that we want and we focus on the things that we want and our thoughts, which creates the actions, the thoughts which create the emotions and feelings which create the actions which create the results, end up coming through in other ways that we don't necessarily assume they will. Let's say that. So when we're thinking about certain areas like... You know, the best example I think that was used in the synchronicity talk from Michelle Robbins was 
when you're thinking about a friend and then you look down at your phone and they message you straight away and you have that like, well, that was weird. Or another example was when you run into someone on the other side of the world, <clears throat> like yesterday, only two, three days ago, I was in one of the offices here doing some documentation and I ran into some guy. Obviously he was speaking English and it sounded Australian. So I started speaking to him. We went to the same university at the same time um, doing different courses. And it's just so happens to be that my partner went into the bureau and then they said, come back tomorrow at this time for an appointment um, with your partner. We can try and skip you through. And everything just lined up so that I was sitting next to this guy in the waiting room and we chatted for hours and then, um, you know, we've got each other's number and I was talking to my partner about not really having many friends here because I intentionally haven't made the effort. And then all of a sudden I'm on the opposite side of the world, sitting in a waiting room with a guy who went to my same university studying at the same time as me, who's I think a year younger than me or something like that. And it just blows my mind how these moments of synchronicity can just click. We were talking about not having, I was talking about not having friends and finding it hard to meet people that like two days later, bam, there you go. No coincidence, only God incidences. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one to say. But yeah, this is what I refer to as synchronicity and what other people have, uh, what I'm currently learning about <clears throat> is that sometimes when we put ourselves in that right frame of mind and we really just feel our path and we really just try and be in the moment doing the things that we know we should be doing, things just click. And this actually leads quite well into what I wanted to talk about today. I was listening to the audiobook um, Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Fra Victor E. Frankel. Um, I was listening to the audiobook on my jog. And one of the sentences that he said, Mel Robbins, thank you. I knew it wasn't Michelle. Thank you very much. Eh? Mel Robbins was just speaking of this same subject last week. Yeah, I think that's where I heard it from. Um, thanks very much. Yeah, I didn't think it was Michelle. So <clears throat> Victor E. Frankel was talking about how success and happiness are the same in that once you start chasing them, they will elude you. We all want happiness. We all want success. But once we start hunting for it and really start trying really hard to get it, then it just seems impossible to get. We have to kind of take a step back. And I get caught in this trap so often, so, so often of trying so hard to do all the right things that I believe are going to get me success and happiness. And then I find the more and harder I try to do the right things, the less I tend to listen to my intuition and the less I tend to receive or achieve the goals and the success or happiness that I'm chasing. And I think it was one of my very first episodes I shared with you the analogy um, of the water. When you pour water into an open hand, it just sort of flows through. But when you're trying to grab it, it starts splashing out everywhere and it's really impossible and just makes it create creates a huge mess. Now, I'm not going to reenact that one again today because I do have too much stuff on my desk, but it's really powerful in the sense that sometimes we want something so bad and we just feel like we can never get to it. But then there's these other moments where we're just in the flow state, where we're just doing what we know is right, where we're just happy being, where we're just doing what we feel is necessary, but in a calm, open state. And that synchronicity happens. Life just becomes easy. Put some ones in the chat. If you've just had moments in your life, like I've had six months at a time and then it will be gone for a year. And then I'll have like, you know, a few weeks and everything just seems to click. You don't know why you can't really figure it down, put it down to anything, but everything's just working for you. 
Yeah, definitely got some ones coming through here. And how nice is that feeling, right? It's one of the best feelings ever when you're just like, oh, you know, put it down to good luck, put it down to God, put it down to a higher being, whatever, whatever it is for you. And you're like, oh, thank you, God. You're just do- giving me a favor or thank you, universe. You're just looking after me. There's a guardian angel who's just got my back. It is a relief. You know, I love it when that happens too. And this is, I believe, what um, synchronicity is, what, what Mel Robbins was discussing is synchronicity. And this is why I find it interesting. And I would like to research it more. Like I said, I haven't done enough research on it, so I don't want to delve too much into it. But this is what I want to try and push forward amongst the people here and amongst those who come and join us and in our group, that the success and the happiness that we are all striving for needs to be looked at from a different perspective. Okay. Like put some ones in the chat. If you're like, if you've ever said any of these, once I get X, then Y, once I get this promotion, then I'll be happy and I'll go on my holiday. Once I get this amount of money, then I'll do buy myself that bag. Once I get to this month, then I will start exiting, uh, exercising. I used to, good Shelly, many times, yeah. And it's always this living in the future, this goal-orientated happiness, this state of only once I have, then I can be. And so you're limiting your own success, your own happiness, everything based on an outcome. And more often than not, it's not always an outcome that's completely in your control. So what you're doing is you're putting your happiness, you're putting your success, you're putting your entire future state in the hands of a bunch of other people and circumstances that need to come to fruition. Yes, sometimes, you know, once you get the promotion, if you know it's only a few weeks away, you can hold off a little bit and you can really work hard and use that as a goal. But more often than not, it's bigger than that. I know for me, at the end of last year, I stopped exercising probably middle of November started having a few more beers. I was like, ah, it's December, it's Christmas. Once I get to New Year, then I'll cut back on my beers. Then I'll start exercising, which was fine. But what happened in that three weeks, it just went, you know, exploded because I gave myself permission that ah, it doesn't matter now. And the consistency went out the window and it just compounded effect in the negative way. So what I'm suggesting is that we kind of shift our perspective. And rather than going, when I get to this dollar amount, then I'll be happy. When I get to this amount, then I'll, you know, take a step back. And this is something that I, I know I've done in the past. And I've spoken to many people who've done the same thing and put some ones in the chat if you are in the same category when you go, well, I will trade like 10 times, like three times a day to try and build my account to a thousand dollars. Then when I get to a thousand dollars, I'll I'll take it easy and I'll I'll maybe trade one day and then once I get to ten thousand dollars it'll be super easy so I can just like relax trade and it's not not going to be hard. You put your state of mind or your your state of trading into different categories based on your account. I know I did this for a while. I was like, well, what I'll do is I'll open it at five hundred dollars and then I'll be really focused and concentrated and trade twice a day in this kind of way so that I can get it to a thousand. And then once I get to a thousand, I can take a step back and, you know, only trade one a day. I just need to get that first little bit going. So this was my kind of state of mind for a while. And what that did was it meant that I was going to trade completely different strategy as I got better. 
but that makes no sense because what did what do we say sometimes in our calls you know would a seven figure trade a trade like this no so why would i trade differently on a small three figure account to get to a four figure account and then start trading like i normally would on a four figure account it doesn't make any sense of course i'm not going to make that progress i'm living in a future state i'm changing where i am because of my current situation so what we need to do is start looking at our current situation and finding success in what we've done so far, finding happiness in where we are currently. And stop going, oh, I will be happy once I get to $10,000 account, or I'll be happy once I get my abs back. Because life happens. What if you never get those abs? You're just going to stay miserable? You know? It's completely different state of mind. And we can't start shifting our state of mind. Like the idea of being in a different state of mind just because you're in this poverty mindset. And then when you get to a level up, you can go back to what you think is the right mindset is very counterintuitive. GMO rules did not create consistency. Yeah. So like this is the thing. It affects your mindset. It reduces consistency. And then the sooner, the more we realize this, that, once we start doing the things like we would do if we had the seven figures, like we would do if we had the abs, you know, if we did have the money to go on the holiday, once we start living in that present state of mind, then the rest follows. If we keep our mindset stuck in this state of being, then we're not going to progress to the next We need to be able to put our mindset into the identity of the person who we want to be. Live as if you are already the seven-figure trader with the abs who's got the house that they want. I don't know what it is for you. Everyone's different, but these are just the most generic concepts I can think of. Now, I'm not saying go and spend $500 on dinner like a millionaire would, because for some people that's just not rational, but... What would your morning routine look like? How would you behave? How would you consider things when you when you do have that mindset of someone who is disciplined, consistent, who finds happiness in their current state? If you say, I will be happy when I have $100,000, why would you be happy then? Why would you consider that a success? And why can't you live in that state of mind now? What is the difference between having that and not having it. And of course, some will say you know, financial security, maybe a bigger house, all these materialistic things. But what, you can, what you're doing is you are comparing yourself between your current state and the future dream state. And disappointment comes from the difference between reality and the ideal. And as we know, jo what is it? Comparison is the thief of, of all joy. It robs your joy and happiness from today also. Yeah. So just as Deanna says, when you live in that, then you're not allowing today's happiness. You're not allowing today's success. You're not allowing the joy of today. This comparison between, oh, I can't, why am I not here yet? Why am I not at this level yet? 
is just bringing unnecessary negativity into us, into our, into our state of mind. And what does that do? That compounds and it brings around inconsistencies, diminished mo- motivation, just general unhappiness, the feeling of failure, all these negative, con- um, negative concepts that are relatable to each other because we feel we should be somewhere else. And this is what I say many times, find the gratitude in what you've done so far and not being disappointed in what you feel you should have or should have achieved. This is one of my greatest joys with practicing gratitude. It allows you to focus on where you're at now and what you're thankful for now. Exactly. It's about focusing on the things we have now and finding gratitude for those things. Because happiness and success is a state of mind. And I say this to a lot of people, that happiness and success are both states of mind. You need to have an understanding that you can choose happiness and you can choose to believe you're successful at any point. And the more we can do that, the happier our life will be. And usually when we live in a happy state of mind, what happens? All the other dreams and ambitions that we want come to fruition. They just happen like we were talking, that synchronicity. Life just happens for you. Or through you, shall we say. Life happens through you. We're talking about the levels of consciousness from Pete Sage. Just in the comments here, this concept hits totally different when money is taken out of the equation. And I think only of appreciate of appropriate thoughts, actions, and mindset of a successful individual. Exactly. Money does have a very powerful aspect to this. And this is where your relationship with money needs to be delved into. In the journal, I talk about relationship on money and a certain few areas of our trading mishaps. And if you can see as you say, this concept hits totally different when money is taken out of the equation. Then what is the relationship with money that's driving all the negative aspects of this? You have to look within you then and go, okay, if I can look at this from a different perspective entirely when money's not involved, what is my relationship with money that brings all the negativity with it? And how can I shift my perspective to not allow this thought pattern that brings all the negativity that's associated with money. Because money can do fucking wonders. If you have the right mindset about it and the right concepts and the right attitude towards it, which is very hard to get, by the way. I'm not saying just shift your attitude towards it because that's hard. It takes a lot of process, especially depending on where you come from. But once you can get the right mindset behind it and not have it rule your life, then it can be very powerful. I think I heard this from Greg Greeno actually, when he was talking about one of his mentors saying to him, you know, how often do you think about money? And he was like, well, I wake up thinking about money, go to work thinking about money because that's what I need to run my life. And then I go to bed thinking about money and wondering if I've got enough to pay all the bills. Put some ones if you've been in that situation because I know I sure as hell have. And yes, Shelly, you are worthy of it. I just saw that before all the ones came rolling through. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So now... When you, everyone in here has pretty much just said one. Yes, they've had that thought. Now, when you think about money in those ways, waking up, put some ones in the chat if it's, oh, I don't think I've got enough for, or put some twos in the chat if it's, 
oh, I've got this little bit of money. I can't wait to use it for this positive thing that I'm going to, you know, use it for. Yeah, one, exactly. That's exactly my point because I'm the same. When I'm in that state of mind, it's always fear of not having enough or fear of being out of money and being restricted. And what happens? Our thoughts turns to emotions, which turns to actions, which turns to results. So when our number one thought through the majority of the day is not having enough money, our emotions will run towards that, which makes our actions lead towards never having enough money. This is why shifting your mindset to thoughts of abundance, to thoughts of gratitude, ends up shifting your life to abundance and being very grateful. Because if you wake up every morning, think about it all day while you're at work, and go to bed thinking about the fear of not having enough money, energy flows. Wait, how's that saying go? <laughs> energy flows where thoughts go. I can't remember the exact saying. But my point is, your focus is going to go onto the, your energy is going to go to where your focus is. And your focus is on a poverty mindset through fear of not having energy flows where attention goes. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> this is why I got you guys here to help me out. Energy flows where attention goes. If your attention is always on fear of not having enough money and always having that poverty mindset, then that's where your energy is going to go. It's like the same as skiing down a mountain. You see the professionals look at the gap. They don't look at the problems that are surrounding them and they ski seamlessly through the trees. But the beginners who are fearful, look at the trees, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. What do you do? You hit a tree. If you spend all day, I'm not going to have enough money, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, you're never going to have enough money. Shift that mindset to I've got plenty of money. This isn't an issue of mine. Let's focus on the solution and not the problem. The problem is always I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time. And we spend all of our time focusing on that. We need to shift that and start focusing on the solution. Okay, what am I doing? What is my goal? Where am I orientated? What can I do right now today? What can I focus on? That's not about not having enough money. That's not about not having enough time. That's actually going to get me through to the goals I want to achieve so that I have a substantial amount of time and a substantial amount of money. Success and happiness are a state of mind. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to feel successful. But so often we don't because we compare to other people or a future version of ourselves that isn't even real. We need to find gratitude in ourselves, gratitude for the things we have, and find happiness for our current state. And if we can do that, hopefully synchronicity will flow and we will find that joy, that happiness, that success that we are chasing. Do you mind if I just share something with that, Jake? I would love it. Please do. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so, I was doing some uh, business coaching through a gentleman named uh, Dan Sullivan in out of Toronto and Canada. And he labeled everything that you're talking about as the gap trap. And he said, he suggests that with the gap trap, it'll exist no matter what position or place you are in life. So whether you're just getting started or whether you've achieved your big milestone goal of say a hundred thousand or a million dollars, the gap trap still exists. And the reason is because no matter where we're at, we're always seeking more. Like we're not created just to stay put, we're created to expand and to grow. And so even if you've achieved that say million dollar milestone goal now the focus is on five or ten million dollars so you still feel that inadequacy or that 
you know, lack from where you want to be to where your current state is. And so he talked about because that gap trap always exists, the very best thing that we can always be doing for ourselves is not so much comparing to the, the person that we're becoming, but rather compare ourselves back to the person that we once were. So the the mindset of, you know, okay, maybe I started with a thousand dollar account and now I've grown my account to 3000, but oh, that's not enough because I want 10. But instead of being okay, I'm at 3000 and feeling the lack instead having full gratitude and full appreciation of man, look at how far I've come. I've come such a far way to grow from one to three. Now what's my next step to grow from three to five and five to 10 and so on. So that was probably the biggest game changer for me. And, and to be honest, everything you're saying is resonating so clearly because I have not been practicing this. And I'm just so grateful for you and for this whole session because I'm just like, wow, the gap trap. I am stuck in that damn thing again. So yeah, so I'm going to be looking back to where I was and how far I've come and just choosing a lot more appreciation and gratitude while also looking forward to the person that I'm becoming. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing the gap trap. I've never heard about it um, in that term. And it, but it is, it's exactly right. I mean, that, what do I, what did I refer to it before? Pushing the goalposts, you know, we're going to get to a certain level and we're always going to want more. Exactly. As you said, Christine, we are not made to be settled. We're not made to be still, we are made to grow and expand. And so we're always going to want that. And as you say, finding that gratitude for what we've done and how far we've come is the most important thing because we're always going to have a level of progress. No matter where you are, you've always got a level of progress on how far you've come. And that's something you can be proud of. No matter where you are at any point of your life on any day, what you don't always have is the reality of getting to the point that you've got in your head. And so finding that gratitude, understanding the gap trap will be real and not getting stuck in it, just like you said, Christine. So thank you so much for sharing that is very powerful. And I think I'm going to have, it was Dan Sullivan. I've heard of Dan Sullivan before, but I don't know where. I might have to have a look into that. Thank you so much, Christine. I really appreciate you sharing. Just in the chat, we've got just some gratitude for Christine. Love it. Anytime I've been able to stop focusing on money worries, I have been provided with what I needed to get through, be it food, money, housing, et cetera. Yeah, we always find a way to survive. And when we stop worrying about it, we find it just appears, right? Thanks for sh sharing, Christine. That was really good. Thank you so much, Jake, for your time and your willingness to share with us every day. Have an incredible day. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Enjoy your day. It's time to move over to our trading session for our traders. I'll see you in a second. For everyone else listening on the podcast or who isn't trading with us, I still love you, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Bye, all.